Happy Monday to you, Tiffany. Happy Monday to you, too, Marty. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Hello, everyone. This is Monday, and you are listening to WRLR 98.3 on the FM dial. All right. Uh, this is Marty to Love with Master Happiness coming at you every single Monday night, trying to help you navigate those paths of happiness. Like we say every single week, we are inundated by reasons to be afraid, reasons to be sad, reasons to get angry. Okay, and we're going to share some of those reasons today. But what we're here for is to help you re-navigate the way that you travel through uh, or down life's highways. So uh, I am here every Monday night with my bestest buddy, Tiffany. Yes, and together we are going to try to put a smile on your face today. I bet you we can do it. I'm hoping we can. You know, <laughs> that's why I love being on radio because we're just going to assume they're smiling, okay? Because <laughs> we can't see their faces. All right, so Tiffany, I, I got to say, so today's show is all about authority figures. Uh, how we should be talking to authority figures, how we should be authority figures, how we should act as authority figures, but mostly how we should talk to them. Uh, and so it's really interesting because today I want to share the story with you. I was stopped by the police t- t- today. Okay. <gasps> Mari did something yeah, bad. There you go. There you go. So it was kind of funny. It was so apropos. Uh, had I thought about it at the moment, I would have told the cop, hey, you should call into the show. You know, we would love to have you on the air. But uh, I wasn't thinking that quickly because, you know, uh, when I'm saying it's apropos, when the police are behind you or other authority figures are near you like this, your demeanor changes. A little bit of anxiety sets in. I mean, I see him following me. No lights on, but I saw him pull up, and I see him pull up a little too close to me, and he's following behind me and following behind me, and I had my son in the car, and I was like, oh, the police are behind me. I'm going to get pulled over for something. And he goes, well, what? I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm going to get, but I can feel it. And as I made the turn, all of a sudden the lights go on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so it's... It's interesting that just that whole idea of them following me just adds a little anxiety, a little bit of I'm questioning everything. I'm just, my mind is racing. Like, what's wrong with my car? Uh, what's going on? What's you know? wrong with your driving? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Are you kidding? I'm an, I'm an incredible driver. Okay. I'm, I'm doing that whole thing. I'm driving. I, I tap myself on the chest to make sure I'm wearing my seatbelt. I put. I make sure my phone is out, out of sight. Okay. I look at everything around me, check my mirrors and stuff like that. Just going like, what is it going to be today? Okay. And uh, he walks over and he says, hello, sir. I'm Officer Tom. Uh, do you know why I pulled you over? And I said, no, Officer Tom, I do not know why you pulled me over. (laughs) And trying to be just nice and courteous, he goes, well, it's your license plates are expired. And I was like, oh, that's right. They were due December 31st. So those of you out there, December 31st has come and gone. So don't wait. It's a little too late already. So um, I thanked him because I said, this is great, because without you fine young men out there, I would never buy my sticker. It seems like I have to be reminded by the police And you said that with a straight face. (laughs) No, I was grinning when I said it. Yes, because I said, oh, year after year, it seems like I get reminded by the police to uh, buy that sticker. So um, I, I just I feel it's my way of making an additional donation to those boys and girls in blue. Okay, so that's what I like to do is I like to wait uh, for this opportunity to meet up with the local police uh, officials. Um, I don't know if you remember this or not, my, but my brother is a police officer. Oh, really? You think he could fix this ticket for me? Um, no, 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 no. That's, that's quite all right. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I've, in fact, I paid it online. I took care of it. It's already done. Uh, yes. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, yeah, it's probably not a ticket that will go on your record. Just right, a ticket right. to... Yeah, which, which I... You know what? I look at this going, that's what he says. Like, that makes me feel that much better. Oh, this is not a ticket that will go on your record. Um, it's not a moving violation. And I'm I'm supposed to be like, oh, yay. Well, technically, yes. if you do get one of those tickets, yes. and you will maybe have to take the driver's license test. You right. can't just renew it. So it's better not to yes. get one of the tickets. And I've had to do that in the past, too. Had to take the uh, oh that the driver's le- or the test again yeah. online, and it's amazing. It's a little bit more difficult than you would think, especially when how many s- times you have to take it? Oh, I only had to take it the <laughs> once. But it is funny when they said something like I can't remember it was a long time ago, but it was like twenty or twenty five questions, and they said you're allowed to get four wrong or something like that, and you're like oh okay, so the first one boom 
No problem. Second one, boom, no problem. All of a sudden, the third one, you're like, wait, I got that one wrong? No, that's that's odd. Then the next question, oh, I got that one wrong? Like, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. I like, what's going to happen? <laughs> exactly. And it's, it's a little spooky. And you start looking out the window because I'm afraid the SWAT team is going to come flying through the windows at me. Okay. But um, I made it. Made it by the skin of my teeth. Good. So anyway, the whole idea here is uh, today's show is all about authority figures. And we sometimes have to talk to authority figures. We, we meet them. We greet with them. Uh, we have to work for them. We work with them. So there's sometimes, uh, let me just kind of put it to you this way. Uh, we interact with bosses, teachers, parents, customers, cops, like I just said, and so many other authority figures in our day-to-day life. These are the people who take or are given a certain amount of power. Okay? In some circumstances, everything runs smoothly. Okay? I should say in most circumstances, everything runs smoothly. But sometimes we feel uneasy around these people. We hold back. We quiet down. We keep some of our opinions to ourselves. Sometimes we start to get anxious. Sometimes we get a little reluctant. Whatever the reason, we allow our emotional state to take control. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, So taking back control of those emotions comes from preparation, patience, and practice. That's what we're going to talk about here. What was it? Preparation. Preparation. Patience. Patience. And practice. And practice. You got it. Oh. You got it. Now, now, you know what? I'm going to wait like five minutes. Nope. I'm going to ask you to see if you remember. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, one of the cool things is this. I was thinking more about this. Authority figures, I don't want to throw them all into one lump sum, one, one basket, and say that these are all the authority figures. Because people take authority or take that position of power sometimes in brief moments. And and then they, they fade away and maybe they, they become your peer again. Okay. And so they jump into that position of power very quickly. Uh oftentimes I mention customers when you're selling to people, there's off there's uh oftentimes we give those customers the sense of authority. Like they're the ones, they're the ones making the decision. You know, I live off of that commission, so they are suddenly the authority figure. But during the transaction, during the explanation, the customer looks upon me, the salesperson, and says, wow, you're the authority figure. You know the most. So it's a cool transa- uh, transition of authority goes back and forth in a relationship between a customer and salesperson. Hmm. All right. Oftentimes, uh, the same thing happens between a couple, uh, spouses. The authority goes back and forth because somebody maybe has a little bit more knowledge. Uh, the other person is a little apprehensive about making a decision and gives the authority to the other person. Oh. So it's important to recognize the authority position, recognize how you feel when you are talking to the person in authority, right? And also recognize what you've gone through, what's gone through in your heart, your belly, when you've had to talk to authority figures, and make sure that when you're in power that you treat the other people like you wish you were treated, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, get very, very, um, a lot of anxiety if I talk. Yes. I get um, nauseous. Yes, yes. Um, and then I try to do some breathing exercises to tell me, but it's, it's like, especially it's um, job interview. Sure. sure. Oh, goodness. That there, wow, I didn't really, think of it. That's exactly, that's a perfect example. Yeah, I get, I get um really bad anxiety i get nauseous and i'm my hands start to sweat you can you can feel your stomach just churning oh, away the yes churning yeah yes. i think in uh italian it's called agidu okay that that feeling in your stomach okay agidu. there you go exactly <laughs> so you start getting that feeling in your stomach and uh you're like going oh my god this is that nervousness is building up and it's getting worse and worse and worse and then it throws you off your game because you're thinking about all this other stuff and the anxiety level keeps creeping up higher and higher and you start missing what the person is saying yep. and you're you're you start to almost uh get frightened okay and this gets into that uh the fear mode that you fall into where it's the uh flight or fight or freeze and too often what we do is during a job interview especially you're right because you sit there going wow this person is completely in power all they have to do is boom, stamp the paper, no, no, reject, okay, and you're done, right? So it's very spooky sometimes, so you have to get past it. And that's what I mean about taking some, uh, you know, patience, some preparation, some practice, and just 
be ready for it because it's going to happen. Think about it. So all day today, uh, Tiffany, have you? did you bump into anybody who you would say was an authority figure over you? Absolutely. Okay. I met my um, senior partner at the okay. firm that I worked right, with. Cool. And it was the first time I, I met him. Nice person, right? It was, he was very, very, he was very an animal good. person. Okay. Well, his wife. You mean he was half animal, half half, half human? <laughs> That's cool. Now, let's just say he has, well, I don't even know if it would be him, but his wife loves animals. So okay. he was talking gotcha. to me about all the animals well, they have. Well, she has to love animals if his, if her husband is half animal, half human, right? Yeah, good boy. There you go. But no, yes, no, no, yes. I was very nervous meeting him. Okay. And but, but it turned out he was a great guy. Turned out he was a very nice guy. Cool. I cool. was. I was very nervous. So that's the whole whole idea. And I think that hopefully, uh, and more than likely, he even understands that. He understands that um, people might get a little anxious uh, when they're meeting the boss or the big boss for the first time. Yeah. All right. And those people, when they're put into those positions, they develop even more self-confidence. And that uh, self-confidence is just demonstrated in the way they walk and the way they stand and the way they talk, which makes it tougher. And then we put ourselves in a position of, oh, my gosh, you know, I got to look up to this guy. Uh, Not that he's godlike, but the fact that he is uh, he makes decisions over my life. And he is above the person that hired me. There you go. So I want to make a good impression like, oh, um, that my boss did a good job in picking me. So that's why it was kind of it was. I, I was nervous of meeting him because I just wanted to make a good first impression on him. Excellent, excellent. And I want him to like the new girl. There you go. There you, how, <laughs> could, how could he not like the new girl when the new girl is Tiffany, Aww. right? You know, I mean, doesn't doesn't he see the billboards? Okay. <laughs> yeah, <right now> <laughs> yes, there you go. You know, the... Uh, the bacon bit dog food. All right. Yeah. What was that about on the Thanks, last Rusty. show? Yeah, exactly. So you can't count on Rusty for anything. For those of you who missed out, Rusty made some comment that bacon bits was all about dog food or something like that. And Rusty, by the way, Rusty uh, Silver, is it Silver or Slither? Well, I can't remember. So Rusty, Rusty the Slitherer, um, uh, right here on the big game right before us, he's the one in charge of weather. And that's why it's been so cold lately. It's because of Rusty. All but right, I so. had a talk with him, and he promised the weather to get a little bit warmer this week. Yeah, he. I think he said this this like month or sometime in 2022. He said it'll get warmer. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't. I can't trust a guy like that. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we all love you, Rusty. All right. So, um, so Tiffany, how about any other uh, in the past week or so? Any other authority figures that you'd say you pumped in? You bumped into? Did I say pumped into? <laughs> yeah, I did. All right, bumped into. But I have a, ran um, into. Ran um, over? Um, actually, probably not. But I do have a question. What if someone's performing on stage? Would the audience be the authority figure? Oh, it, it depends on, again, this is what's cool about authority or that power uh, in my, the way I view it, is authority is given or it's taken. And so if an actor's on stage and says, my gosh, these, uh, these people here are judging me. Then they are, then you are giving the authority to them to say, now you are allowed to judge me. But if a performer is really just says, I am amazing and I am performing for you and it is a treat for you to see me. Okay. And they have that type of a different attitude. Then it's more like they view themselves as the authority. I'm the talented one. Oh. I am here. So it really, uh, it's, it's so important to realize. It's our attitude on are we going to give away the authority? Are we going to take the authority? And no matter which way, whether we give it or take it, how are we going to act around it? How are we going to act about it? Because I can give the authority to somebody else, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I am going to be afraid. Okay, there have been there has been times where I've been in situations that I didn't know what to do. I was lost. I was I was kind of stuck on something. And I went to somebody and said, look, you're just in charge. You just run with this. What do you need me to do? Okay, because it made the job easier. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's what's important. I, me giving the authority to someone like that did not uh, give me any anxiety. Didn't, uh, didn't it actually probably out. gave you less anxiety. Exactly, exactly. So there's a lot of power in that transformation of power, okay, or transferring power from one person to another. It's very, very important to understand that, that uh, in many cases we're still in power to take back the power. I mean, I... Let's give an example like this, that let's say when I'm younger 
And well, that's uh, a long time ago. It was a very long time ago. Okay. <laughs> so when I was younger, uh, working for this place, I remember being the same thing, intimidated because here comes the big boss, right? And here comes this guy and he's got a suit on and, and the whole bit. And I'm like, wow, this guy's really something. And him coming in and yelling at the entire staff, me included, and thinking, oh, my God, I'm so, you know, I'm worthless and weak. And, I'm, you know, I'm no good because, look, at this guy is so wonderful. But it's all of a sudden when it clicks through to say, what's the worst case scenario? And the worst case scenario, and I remember this, it was uh, while I was in high school, I was working at a bank. And we were high school kids, okay? The, the, we were working at a bank because the bank was hiring high school students. That's it. It wasn't, I didn't have dreams to work in a bank my entire life. Uh, and there's plenty of people who did. I met a lot of good friends there, a lot of great people who were working there. Uh, and so the other people who worked with me, the other high school students, we all had the same kind of attitude of going, we're going to work here for maybe a year at the most, maybe a few months, and then we'll get another job. All right, so it was that type of thing. And so this guy came, and he was just really, really upset with us and just yelling at us, and probably rightfully so. I mean, you know, we were probably screwing around. But in the middle of that, at first, it was like we were terrified. Oh, my God, this guy's yelling at us. But at a certain moment, it clicks through, and you suddenly realize, going, wait a second. I don't need this job. I can quit this job. This is a high school job. This is not my life. I'm not supporting a family. I'm not buying a home. I'm not making car payments. And so it was kind of like going, hey, relax. Okay, calm down a little bit. You didn't say that oh, to Oh, no, no, oh, not okay. to him. No, no, because I was still scared of him. Okay, <laughs> um, it was actually very interesting. I can't remember the guy's name exactly. His first name was Frank. His last name I can't remember, but his initials were F-U. Okay, <laughs> so I thought that was always a really kind of interesting because he kind of had that attitude that the initials seemed to fit him correctly. Okay. Um, and so, how long what, after that did you stay? Oh, I didn't stay there very long at all. Are you kidding? It was, it, it was if had I not quit, um, I, I believe that FU would have let me go. Oh. Okay, so it was one of those kind of situations. But anyway, so you see what I mean is that at first, uh, this is a man who definitely had authority. He was given authority over us. And he came and he misused that authority and beat us down to the position where we had to, remember when, when you're put in that position, it's uh, fight, flight, or freeze. In other words, uh, I can't handle this anymore. I'm going to combat. You know, I'm going to fight you. Uh, I'm going to flee. I'm going to run away. Or I'm going to freeze. I am so freaked out about being scared that I don't know what to do. I'm just going to completely freeze. And what that guy ended up doing was he put us into position where we said, we're going to fight. All right? We're going to argue back with you. Okay? We're not going to take this attitude. And what he was looking for was more of the flight, like, now we're going to run away and go do our work. Oh, or run okay. away and quit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't think he wanted us to quit. I think he wanted the job to get done. But uh, have you ever been with somebody? Have you ever seen somebody get yelled at or uh, looked down on so much that they just freeze? They don't know what to do. They don't. They're just, they just go quiet. And they, they're, they don't know how to move. They don't know what to do. I've talked with people who... Uh, have been in a peer situation, you know, peer-to-peer, where they're just talking to somebody else, and maybe they're a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more assertive. Assertive is probably the better word than aggressive. More assertive to, hey, let's get this job done. Look, we all have this this job to do. As we work together as a team, we can get this done. And the other person can't handle that assertive nature and just freezes, just breaks down to the point of going, I don't know what to do. All right, and that's what sometimes happens, and I've seen that happen, and that's the point where then all of a sudden the person with the true power, the person with the true authority has to step in and say, hey, let's calm down, take that person who's frozen now and talk to them a little bit and say, look, you have to learn to deal with this. This is the real world. You're going to run into this all the time. All right, you can't freeze. You have to contemplate what's going on and not take everything as a threat and move forward. Mm. Okay, now that's... That's really easy to say because you just heard me say it, okay? But in real life, it's something that uh, if it haunts you, you may have to go out and get real therapy. You may have to go to some type of counseling to uh, reconnect or understand why you are being, uh, why why this fear or anxiety is, is hitting you so hard, all right? But we do understand, Tiffany, that we always run into an authority figure or we take that i mean here just randomly you talked with you got you met this boss a mm-hmm. new boss that you've never met before 
uh, I ran into a cop today. <laughs> all right. Who knows who I'll run into on the way home? home? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so we do this all the time. We run into this, but it's important to understand how to handle it when we're in those positions. Don't let it don't let it get to the point where we have to freeze, fly or or uh, or fight. All right. We want to be able to take control over it. We're humans. We're not animals. Okay. Uh, and if you're a uh, the person in power, the authority figure, don't back someone into a corner to the point where they have to fight back. You don't want to do that. What you want to do is you want to have communication, regular uh, conversation with people, right? Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Yeah, because sense. yeah, you don't want to beat people down. I mean, they're not your slaves. You're, you're you're not trying to beat them into submission to do to do your bidding. Okay. A lot of people, though, a lot of bosses do that. Yeah. Do it that way. Because, unfortunately, they don't know any better. That is true. All right. So, um, hello again, everybody. This is <laughs> Marty Jalot with Master Happiness. And every Monday, we take uh, one of the most important issues that, that reach uh, and, and reach us every day that uh, terrorize our days, uh, confuse us, etc., uh, so today we're talking about how we deal with authority figures. Sometimes we talk about what's your favorite drink. Other times, uh, what's what's the what's the best give uh, gift to give Marty with it when his birthday is coming right around the corner. Uh, so we might we might tackle big issues like that. But Does that anyway, mean you're a Capricorn? No, 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 no. I'm not that. I'm a Pisces. So my my birthday's in March. But oh, for Pete's sake! Uh, but you, you know, know my birthday's coming up too. It's in July. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good to know. I I, I I take a little sarcasm in your voice there. I'm thinking it's like March, next week or no, something. March is not that far away. I mean, because we do want people, our, our listeners, to start shopping now. Mm-hmm. All right? Because all the best gifts are going to go quickly. So if anyone would like to know what uh, what the best gifts to get oh. Marty for uh, his birthday, it's uh, write to me at marty at wrlr.fm. I hope to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so again, <laughs> again, we're talking about authority figures, and we're going to break this down like we do every week. We do, yeah. Do you know how we do that, Tiffany? Um, I don't know something about dog food. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, I, the, the the connection you keep making to bacon and dog food. I don't get it. You know, um, I mean, my dog does like bacon. All right, who but doesn't like bacon? Exactly. Uh, there are some. Can I tell you something? Please, Is please like, tell me something. I'm sorry, I just, I just, it just came up, and I have, I met someone that likes to eat raw bacon. Oh, that's. Um, I know, right? I, I know. All right. Well, that's all right. Good for them. Good for them. That's all I'm going to say. Because I, I had to I share like, that because I, I like very chewy bacon, so it's oh, just you know. I it's like not, mine super, like almost burnt. No, no, no. But I thought that was funny. She goes, "Oh yeah, I like eating raw bacon." Like a lot of it. I don't. Know. I don't. I don't know if that's going to be good for her. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. She just does. But any likes any raw bacon. I anybody who likes that. bacon is a friend of mine. That's how okay. I, I view it. Um, All right. So raw anyway, or cooked. Whatever. Right. Okay. Okay. So when facing authority figures, we look at the acronym BACON. B A C O N. All right. Letter B is <clears throat> be confident, and we're going to come back and go go in a little bit more detail on these. But I want to read through them all. Uh, a Avoid defensiveness. C. Concentrate on the issue, not the person. Mm, that's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. O. Observe the similarities. Again, we're all just people. We have a lot in common. And N. Is there a need to be assertive or maybe not? All right. So we go back and forth with these. All right. And it's very important when we think of these, I want us to think about this kind of stuff, these these little clues on how to deal with uh, assertive people, uh, authority figures, when I want us to think about uh, this and plan for those inter- encounters ahead of time and also learn from this when we are in power and we have to talk to people. So the first thing we always say is be confident, okay? and But not cocky. Not cocky. No, no, no. There's a big difference here between uh, between that and being confident. Confident is just I believe in myself. I also understand that I am a human. I'm going to make mistakes. I am willing to learn and grow. That's part of who I am. But I am confident in who I am. I shouldn't be treated less than who I am. Okay? And that's what it is. In other words, don't don't let somebody beat you down and make you think like you're a second-class citizen. All right? Would you would you would you stand for that, Tiffany? 
somebody beating you down and saying you're worthless? Honestly, yeah. And oh. then I would start to cry because oh, I have see? very low self-esteem. No, so. why would you have so low? I have so, very low. Why would you have such low self-esteem? You're incredible. You're awesome. Come on. You know what? You're Tiffany. Well, right? I am Tiffany. There you go. There you go. But you know what, though? I do have a very best friend named Marty Jalove that oh. has his own radio show. <laughs> so why, why so wouldn't makes, I be insecure? That makes, you, <laughs> that makes you a superstar. Right? Right? No, and you should... You should remember this, and everyone out there, and and when we're put into a situation, remember, sometimes there are authority figures out there that are bullies, and they want to step on people. They want to push you down. They want to put that thumb on you and just push you down, and that happens sometimes. Most of the authority figures we're going to run into throughout life are just going to be good people. You don't even realize that they really are in charge, or they have the power because they're trying to get things done because they're so good at this. What we're talking about are, are some of those people who just make you feel uneasy. All right, so be confident and realize who you really are. It's it's important to do so. When I was younger, when I would see that police car behind me, oh, I'd be petrified by it. But today it was kind of like, going, all right, I'm going to get stopped by the police. <laughs> all right. I mean, uh, it wasn't as bad uh, for me today, I understood this was going to happen. I was going to have a conversation with him. And your son was watching to see how you would react exactly. to the police. Exactly. So I couldn't break down into tears and start <laughs> crying, run out of the car and start running down the street away from him or anything like that. I couldn't do that. All right. Instead, I had to be very confident. You're absolutely right. Okay. So, Tiffany, I want you. That's You know what? Oh, we, please don't give me any homework. Give Tiffany some homework. <laughs> Tiffany should work on her confidence. So we have uh-huh. to think about that. For those of you who have Tiffany's special number, the secret Tiffany number, okay? Oh, I uh, have some friends yeah. that have the special Tiffany number. Yeah, I want you to write a, a text to Tiffany. Remind her how awesome she is, how cool she is. Give her that little boost of self-confidence, you know, that little, <laughs> um, that little, uh, vaccine uh, of self-confidence <laughs> that she needs, that little booster shot. And just go ahead and do that. You can bother us throughout the whole show if you need to. Not hundreds of you at a time, just one or two <laughs> at a time, all right? But we want to hear some of these. And then if there's any really good ones, Tiffany will either share them with us now or she'll share them with us next week. Because oh. I want everyone to realize, uh, I want Tiffany to realize how cool and awesome and confident we think she is, okay? So that's Be Confident. Okay. All right? All right. Are you feeling better there, Tiffany? Yeah. Good, good. Excellent. I have uh... What do you got? You got did, did you hear one yet? I got three. Nice. All right. Well, read one of them. I'm not saying that one because that's too embarrassing. All right. Then read another one. Um, but you gotta I'm read awesome. It. There you go. Tiffy, you're awesome. Tiffy. Oh, there we go. Now, everyone, write to Tiffy. Okay? <laughs> Tiffy is awesome. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go on to letter A now. All okay, right. Thank you. Definitely. <laughs> all right. A is avoid defensiveness. What's so important is oftentimes we start going, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. This, this is, this is the situation I was in. And we, we jump into defensiveness as a fear tactor, a uh, fear tactor, a fear tactic. Wow. I'm. You're I, starting to sound like me. I have completely forgotten how to speak English today. So. What we do is we allow that anxiety, that fear to take over, and we build a wall around us out of defensiveness. And we start making excuses or we start yelling out reasons before the, the, it's appropriate to. What we need to do is take some time, listen to what the authority figure is saying. And first. then I could cry? Then you can cry. <laughs> Hold all those tears in. Push them well, way down deep into your belly, Tiffany. Let them turn into acid reflux. That's what we want you to do. All right? So, but avoid, avoid being defensive. All right? Do not. I need some apple cider vinegar. There you go. Nice. All right. The idea here is we don't want to turn, we don't want to turn the tables and suddenly, Wow. Tiffany's having a, a, a moment. I'm having a moment. You shouldn't do that because this is what happens. Yeah. You make me laugh so hard, and now I'm crying. All right. All okay. right. But there are okay, tears sorry. of joy. I'm, I'm, I'm together now. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. All right. Um, so don't get so defensive that you're attacking the other side. What you're doing is you are accepting what the other person has to say. Remember, at that point, it's only words. 
listen to what they have to say, and then ask for clarification. All right, that's what's really important there before you just jump sure. into defensiveness. That makes sense. All right. Just to make sure that you understand what the other person is saying. Exactly. Okay. What ends up happening often uh, is, let's say, uh, the ultimate authority figure. You're in court and you're talking in front of the judge. And the judge says, well, you've been accused of driving recklessly. And you start yelling out things. Well, you know what? There's a problem with the car and the, and the roads were all icy and I was spinning and I, and I wasn't trying to do this. And, you know, and you start yelling out things because you're too defensive. And what ends up happening is the, uh, the judge might have said, well, I was going to get let you off with first, you know, with your first offense. OK, but you you start going off on it instead. Listen to what the person has to say. Ask for clarification. Think about it and then come back with logical answers. That's what's the most important thing. Okay. What we do is we let our anxiety, our fear, uh, build up inside us, and we attack, and we just jump at it. We don't want to do that. Mm-mm. All right. Excellent. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, C is going to be concentrate on the issues, not on the person. All right. Oftentimes, what we do is we look at the person. You know, sometimes an authority figure will come to you when you're sitting at a desk, and they're standing over you, and they're looking down upon you. Okay, a judge sits on that that high desk and he and he's massive desk and he's got the cool uh, dress he's got to wear uh, that black dress that judges wear and they're looking down on you and sometimes they wear those big white powdered wigs and they look down upon you and you're down there going oh can I have more pudding sir okay <laughs> so what we want to do is we don't want to concentrate on the person because they put themselves their voice their stature all the kind of things to intimidate us more. I have um, a quick story about that. Go I had ahead. Um, my manager at the time, she, uh, someone was off of work, and I was just being trained on how to do this this part of the job. Yes. And uh, so I was trying to look at my notes, trying to figure out, and she was standing right behind me. Oh. So I was trying to, and she was looking, kind of watching me to see if I knew how to do it, and she was making me very nervous. And she she goes, you know what, I'm going to let you um, figure this out and she left it which was all nice and then of course after she left then i i got it i figured it out and i i worked out but having her right there it's it, always, it it's really definitely. gave me anxiety and then i was pressured to get it done faster get it done correctly and when she left then it all it all went smoothly it, it, all it went smoothly. smoothly yeah tiffany was having a little laugh attack there i was uh we had to go we better had to laughing go. than crying that's so true it's always better to be laughing than crying or laugh until you're crying, right? That's the best. <laughs> that is the best. Then your belly hurts because you're laughing so hard. There you go. There you go. So uh, everybody out there who's just joining in, this is Marty Jalove with Master Happiness coming at you every single Monday here at uh, 98.3 WRLR. And I couldn't do it here without my bestest buddy. Tiffany. Yes, that is Tiffany that you heard. So, so you uh, treasure that little voice in between all of her uh, laughter here. She can barely catch her breath. So we <laughs> we are talking today about authority figures. Sometimes we run into authority figures on a regular basis. Uh, well, we do run into them on a regular basis. And most of the time it's all okay. But every once in a while it gets a little tough. Either they are a little bit rough on us, a little uncalled for, or we allow that kind of thing to happen. So, Tiffany, I want to share this other thing about how I gave someone authority or how they took authority for a very short moment of time, just a very short moment of time. And it's amazing because this kind of thing happens to me multiple times. You'll love this. So uh, years ago, I was working in this one company and uh, I was at my desk and one of the guys who's working in the back, this uh, man named Fernando. 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 Yes. He comes walking and he goes, Marty, I, I just... Uh, you know, you're such a good friend of mine. I, I wanted you to I wanted to make sure that you had this CD and he had a CD printed. Uh, he played guitar at his church. So he had a CD and it was a nice printed cover. And, and he says, I want to make sure you have one of these CDs. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. He goes, go ahead, play it, play it. So I ra- take the the wrapper, the plastic wrapper off. I put it in my computer there and I start playing and he's playing guitar. And he goes, oh, now go to the second track. You'll really like this is the one I start. I'm playing. And I'm listening. Oh, Fernando, you're amazing. I, you know, did you take lessons for this? No, I'm all self-taught. And I go, wow, this is amazing. When I'm home, I will listen to the whole thing. He goes, oh, that's wonderful. Uh, the CDs are $20 each. And he goes, and the money goes to my church. So it was that moment in time 
where it was that that slight bit of me looking at the wrapper that I had unwrapped this thing. I had popped it in there. I had started playing it. I had just said, I'm going to listen to it at home. And I'm flashing back through my head all the little words that have been said of going, I want you to have this. Okay? He didn't say, I'm giving this to you. He wanted me to have one of these CDs. And so I look and I go... Did I misunderstand this, or was I sold something that I might not have purchased anyway? Luckily, the money <laughs> went to his church, theoretically, and the music was pretty good. So. Wow. <laughs> they totally <laughs> duped you. Completely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, this happens uh, every once in a while to me. These kind of things <laughs> happen. They and, see you coming. I guess. And maybe it's that sucker a uh, big S written on my forehead or something. They look at this, but I appreciate when people can do it so smoothly, so subtly, and just make it all work. There's, Maybe a, there's if, an art form to if it. If the CD was a ukulele, someone playing a ukulele, then maybe it would be worth $20. Really, a ukulele. <laughs> a ukulele. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm assuming there's an inside joke there between Tiffany and our listeners, but I'm going to laugh. Oh, oh, ukulele. All right. So let's get back to this. So, okay. So, Tiffany, uh, when we're talking about authority figures, and Fernando uh, at that moment took authority. All right, I gave him the authority at But that he moment. first gave you the authority. Completely. About listening to yes. it, and then, this, then and he took and it over. And he goes, I, wa- I wish you, had, you know, I want you to have this, etc." Mm-hmm. He was looking up to me, making me feel really good, and then he took authority and got me to buy the CD. Mm-hmm. All right? So uh, that, that kind of stuff happens, and that's what I talk about is the, how the authority is like a pendulum that moves back and forth. Sometimes I have it, sometimes someone else has it, it goes back and forth. And it's important to know when you are in that authority position, how you treat those people. And you want to you want to treat them the same way you hope that they treat you. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. So uh, every week, everybody knows this. We go through the acronym B-A-C-O-N because everything's better with bacon. And so far, what we've talked about when dealing with authority figures, uh, letter B is be confident. A, avoid defensiveness. C is concentrate on the issue, not the person. Okay, this is where we were. We had left off right before we popped away. It's so important because sometimes we deal with people who are intimidating. Their stature is uh, they're they're monstrous people. They're much taller than us. Let's say they loom down upon us. They have a uh, authoritative voice. They they come across uh, articulate and they make us make it sound like they truly know what they're talking about. And oftentimes, then it's easy to step back and allow them to take the authority, and which is okay as long as they don't take advantage of it, uh, or that they don't push you down or steer you down the wrong uh, path. Correct. So, it's important that we make up our own minds. We can tr- we take control of our own destiny, our own thoughts, our dreams, uh, and concentrate on the issue, the thing that you're talking about, not the person. Don't look at the person and say, "Wow, that person must be an authority figure." Because just look at the way they're dressed, look at the way they stand, you know, look at the way they talk. No, the people who are in, in that we want to give authority to are the people who can give us the best answers or run the show the best. Let's put it that way. And right? it doesn't matter if they have a fancy handbag or some fancy shoes. Or a ukulele. Or a ukulele. There you go. There you go. Okay. O is observe the similarities between the two of you. Okay, we're all just people. This one to me is really important because... What we sometimes do, whether somebody is bullying us and pushing us down, or if we just are naturally affected by authority figures, and we look at those people and go, oh, my God, you know, they're, they're, they're in charge, and so I want to make sure that I listen to them and I'm a little afraid of them. Step, step aside for a second and go, you know, we're, we're just people. We're both people. We put our pants on one leg at a time. Exactly. Well, actually, I try to put my pants on two legs at a time. <laughs> I fall a lot. Okay? But um, so... You're absolutely right. We're we're all the same people. We do the same thing over and over again. And maybe they're good at certain things, and you're good at other things. Okay, you're good at a combination of things that maybe that other person uh, is not so good at. All right, so there is no reason to be frightened by that other person, especially if they're a boss, uh, if they are your teacher, a principal, uh, a parent, etc. 
Okay. Now, now, I, I want to throw in the caveat here that obviously what we're talking about is the regular day to day. We're not talking about any real abuse here. If you're in a position where there's an authority figure truly abusing you, then you have to go out and get uh, some additional help. All right. That's why there's HR departments and and companies. That's why there are police departments and there are social workers, etc. So if there's ever an authority figure who's using their authority uh, incorrectly, you do have to go get some other help. What we're talking about here is just those kind of people who are just making us feel a little uneasy on a regular basis. Okay, and we don't deserve to feel that way. Right. Right. Exactly. Because I'm awesome. You are awesome. (laughs) You're Tiffany. (laughs) And people like you. All right. All right. And letter N is, is there a need, a need to be assertive or maybe not? All right. And what I mean by this, Tiffany, is that oftentimes we're getting pushed and pushed Pushed and pushed. And and it's because the person knows that you're not going to fight back. And, and we go back to, to letter B, be confident is if we show there's some confidence and be a little assertive, like going, Hey, Back off a little bit, all right? Just a little bit. Uh, it puts that person in their place and kind of shuts them up and stops them. If you don't show some confidence like that, some some assertiveness, that can continue going on, okay? I worked at a place where a boss of mine started talking uh, about me behind my back. And yeah. he was your boss? He was my boss, right? So he was not exactly the mentor that we'd all hoped for. So he was talking, saying some bad things that happened to be incorrect. And he was talking to people, and some of those people, I mean, I worked with them, were my friends, and they were like, wow, this guy Jeff is saying this and this and this, right? And I use the name Jeff. It's, it, uh, I'm making. Oh, I, I know I, Jeff. I, I hit the throat. Oh, yeah, name. I know yeah, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, uh, Lloyd's little brother. Okay, <laughs> so anyway, so... I confronted him at one point, and I called him out on it, and I said, hey, I heard you're saying this, this, and this, and his face went pale because, first off, he was kind of like, oh, my God, now I'm I'm being confronted. I'm being questioned as, is, is there any validity to what he's saying, and I'm facing the person who I've been talking about. Everything I've been doing was wrong, and it was just, it came crashing down upon him. And he was like, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been doing that. And I was like, yeah, you shouldn't have been doing this. Are you going to go and talk to the same people that you've been spreading rumors about me? Are you going to say, go to them with the same vigor, all right, and say I was wrong? And, um, no. and, and he, well, no, he was, he was very, well, you're right. You know, I, I, I truly, you know, you, I, I have to give you an apology. You deserve an apology, et cetera. And it was a tough point because I was much younger and it was one of my first jobs, so it was tough to get to that point. Oh, so it was the bank. No, no, it was a different one. You're trying to narrow this down. You're just trying to find out. <laughs> it was FBU's little brother, right? No, no, it was another job, and it was tough for me to do that, to get assertive, because even that was during the nervousness. I was I was scared of the whole thing, but I knew I had to stand up for myself. I see. I probably wouldn't. Well, this is where it gets to the point of where I saying, is there a need to be assertive or maybe not? If you can't carry through with it, if you feel like, oh, my God, I'm going to be too afraid, I'm going to break down and cry, that could work against you because then all of a sudden the person uh, uh, who is bullying you is going to say, great, I just won. I pushed her to the point of tears. Okay, And if that's what they're after, that could really then just work so totally against you. So you don't want that to happen at all. All right? So, um, yeah, we don't want that. So be be careful how assertive you're going to be because you don't want to turn it into an argument. And remember, those people in authority have authority. <laughs> they have a certain amount of power. You're out of here, Marty. Exactly. You could be fired. Uh, you could get an extra ticket. You could get thrown in the, uh, uh, what do they call the? The uh, clinker? The cl- oh, that's a good word. I was going to say the hooskow. But, but all right, you could get thrown into the clinker or the clink, I think. I don't know what it is, but there you go. We'll call it the clinker. Uh, you can get thrown in there. Uh, you could you could uh, be given a timeout. Now, now, you were, as we've found in previous shows, was a perfect child and never did anything wrong, right? Yes. Okay. I like how you just say yes. Yeah, yes. All right. Whereas I, on the other hand, uh, spent most of my childhood staring into the corner 
of the kitchen <laughs> where where they had a special chair with my name on it. Okay, and I was always staring at that corner, and I didn't understand why. Uh, it was you always, even took your desk outside of the classroom. Yeah, that was a whole different story. Yes, <laughs> but I do remember growing up. My mom always saying, "Get in the corner, get in the corner." I'm like, "Oh, here I go." And, and you I, knew why? Oh uh, no, some I can't remember why. No, but I, I mean, probably, at, at that, that moment, time, probably. Okay. Yeah, it was. I was just breathing wrong or something. <laughs> But it was, I was always doing something. I bet your baby Joe never got put in the yeah, corner. No, of course not. Baby Joe didn't get, and neither did my oldest brother, Art. Both of them, my, my family, we had Art and Joe, the saints. They're the bookends of the family. <laughs> and the rest of us were all the tattered and torn uh, <laughs> stories and lies, etc. But the be- the beautiful saint saintly uh, bookends, Art and baby Joe, that was it. <laughs> so, oh. yes, I don't think Joe uh, even knew what standing in the corner meant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but but yet I spent quite a bit of time there. I probably wore out the corner. That's probably why yep. Joe never had to go to the corner. That was it. Yep. That yep. was it. All right, so anyway, uh, it's important that I can only be so assertive to an authority figure because they do have authority and they can fight back. It's more important to say, I am going, I am doing this to explain my point. If, and you need to be able to say, you have to give me a chance to explain my point. And you have to show that with some confidence. So it's B, is be confident. A is avoid defensiveness. Remember, what we want to do is so important to listen to what the person has to say, ask for clarification, break it all down, and then speak. Okay, C, concentrate on the issues. Don't concentrate on the person. Remember, the person uh, is, is delivering the message, and they may come across as intimidating, but the issue itself is what you really want to concentrate on. O is observe the similarities. When you're facing those big people and you're afraid, uh, just remember that they're just people just like us. So observe uh, the similarities. We're all just people. And N is there may be a need to be assertive or maybe there's not. Okay, so be smart about it. So, Tiffany, what have you learned today? Um, I learned that you were put in the corner. Um, Great. I, I learned when authority people talk to me, I cry. Well, I think you already knew that. I um, learned that. Did you you remember the three P's here? No. Excellent. Patience. Patience is one. All right. So in other words, what how do how do we learn to deal with those? Because we know this is gonna happen sometime in our life. Prepare. Prepare. All right. Patience. Yeah. And play. And play. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Prepare, patience, and play. Uh we could go with practice. Okay, so in other words, practice. Same, the more same thing. Yeah, oh, completely. So the more what we want to do is we want to prepare for this. We know that within the next couple of days, we're going to run into an authority figure. Uh, every day, we're going to run into some type of an authority figure, whether it's the person in charge for a few minutes or they're in charge uh, for a good portion of our life. We're going to run into those people. Most of the time, it's all running very nice and smooth. It's all cool. But oftentimes, it is uh, not as comfortable for us. There are quite a few people that um, really hate authority. Yeah. And and they have issues with that. Right. And part of that may come from an issue that started out when they were very young. Maybe their first authority figures were their parents, and their parents... Put them in the corner. Put them in the corner. Were a little bit overbearing, (laughs) a little maybe, maybe too strict, and they didn't know how to handle that, so... Uh, just giving in to their parents on a regular basis was the way that they they dealt with it. They were they never had the courage to stand up and say, "Hey, mom, hey, dad, can we talk about this?" What I think I didn't think what I was doing was that bad. Yeah. Okay, uh, I encouraged my kids to try to talk to me as much as possible like that. And as a parent, I failed sometimes. I I barked back. I got defensive. Like, oh, how, what, they're questioning me. I can't show them I'm wrong. So I've made mistakes like that. But as my kids get older, I learn to be a better and better parent. Okay. Uh, I think it takes a long time to be a really good, good parent. Uh, I think that everyone should have a couple kids long before they ever have any kids. This way they get some practice uh, in the way. That's what I mean about that practice. All right. Uh, so, Tiffany, as we're coming close to the top of the hour, do you got any quotes for us? Any, I, any cool sayings? I have three. Awesome. So, hopefully. All right, okay. I, I, and I'm, I'm assuming they have something to do with authority. It does. Excellent. Authority doesn't come from the loudest voice, but the wisest. Oh, voice. I. You know what? Who do you know who said that? Um, Lloyd. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
We're gonna we're gonna say somebody said it. it yeah, I just can't read it. Nice. Bottom. Well, I'm glad you prepared. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I do like that. Okay. Because you're right. That's where authority should come from. But oftentimes we give it to the loudest voice because out of fear. But it should only go to the wisest. Mm-hmm. Next. Authority is not power. It's a responsibility. Oh, oh, that's really good. Yes, yes. Because often what happens, we start thinking, oh, I have the authority, so now everything's going to go my way. I get to do everything I want. No. When you get that authority, you have a responsibility to your team, mm-hmm. to the uh, to the job, to the uh, to the duty or whatever it is that you're working on, whatever the goal is, that's where your responsibility is. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. I love it. These are they, you're, two in a row. Awesome. Okay, well, let's try to make it three. Let's, let's try. Do you think I could do it? Because um, I really don't want to cry. The smart money's on Tiffany. Okay. I speak to everyone in the same way, whether he is the garbage man or the president of a university. I like that. Who said that? This one I know. Go ahead. I, I, you I, have no, no idea? I, I, wait, wait. I, I want to say Bill Gates. No. No. I thought it was A Bill very, Gates. very, very, very smart man. Uh, Albert Einstein. Yes. There you go. <laughs> All right. I knew if I give you enough yeah, exactly. clues, you could figure it well, out. I knew it was the extra very. Okay, I thought <laughs> maybe that? Stephen Hawkins, but then you threw in the extra, extra very. very. I said, oh, it's got to be uh, yeah, Albert Einstein. Yeah. Well, that's inc- that. That is so true because uh, when you're when you do think of that, this is where we got into the idea of oh, the observed the similarity similarities. We're all people. That whether you're a garbage man or a CEO of a company, you're still just a person. Okay, there are certain things you know, certain things you don't know, and we can always learn from somebody. Right, because that CEO CEO person might not be able to do that other um, the garbage man's job. There you go. You're right. You know, he might not. It's like, oh man, I can't lift this, or I, I don't even know how I drive bo- that truck. The bottom line: we can always learn something from, from somebody, else. and so we should just tuck our ego away a Absolutely. little bit sometimes and uh, shut our mouth, open our ears, and learn something. Yeah. it's one of our. You could learn something from every single person out there. And someone that can. is one of the paths of happiness. So again, this is Marty Jalove. Uh, with Master Happiness coming at you every Monday at 7 on WRLR 98.3 with my bestest buddy, Tiffany. And we hope to uh, hear you or you hope that you'll hear us next week at the same time. Bye-bye for now, everybody. Keep smiling. Good night.